Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. It seems like it happens every single time right before you're getting ready to launch something or roll out something or maybe even make your first sales pitch. This comes up and suddenly you're completely derailed. I'll talk about that right after this. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler. I am thrilled that you've chosen to listen in today, and I'm even more thrilled that you are on the path to monetizing your podcast as evidenced by the fact that you're here and you're listening. So thank you for that. In case you don't know me, I started my first podcast in 2012, and I was a little bit ahead of the times whenever I was podcasting about local business before local businesses knew what podcasts were. But I quickly fell in love with the medium. I began my company team podcast in 2013. And so for almost 10 years now, I've been working full time with podcasters and doing podcast production. And now, like I am so focused on monetization and getting as many podcasters monetized as possible, because honestly, that is the key to survival in the podcast world. And and if you're not going to monetize, then you've just created your most expensive and most time consuming hobby. And that's not what I want for anyone, unless that's all you're wanting out of podcasting. So thank you for joining me today. Now, here's what happens. And I've seen it happen again and again with myself, raising my hand, speaking from experience. Yes, I'm talking to me, too. I have had so many times where this has happened, not just to me, but to other people. And I want to give you a warning about it because it's almost like you've got to check yourself before you let yourself fall into this pattern. And here's what happens. You get really close to launching something. You put in all the work. Maybe you take a course. Maybe you take a class. Maybe you do whatever type of training. You learn how to do something. Learn what it is you need to know to do this next thing. You're getting ready to launch. You're getting ready to roll something out. You're going to start trying to put together a lead magnet, or you're going to start trying to offer a class, or you're going to start putting your course together. You're going to get ready to put everything out there. In fact, maybe some of you, I'll be honest with you, if I went into the hard drive on your computer, I bet I would find potentially some files that you've created that are videos of a course or videos of something, even audios that you created that you never got past the creation stage on. Because once you create, then what do you got to do? You got to turn around and sell it or you've got to put it out there to the world. And you guys, I'm telling you, something happens whenever you get to this point. 
something happens in your brain, it makes you begin to doubt everything. It makes you begin to think, is this a really good idea? Should I even, this is stupid, isn't it? You know what I mean? And so it just gives you doubts and doubts and insecurities and the thought of putting yourself out there and having people potentially reject you. And I'm going to go to all this trouble to create this and no one's going to buy it. I don't think they're going to buy it. They're not going to do it. And all of these things come through our heads and we allow them inside our minds and we allow them to play with us and we allow them to dictate our behavior. And I'm here to tell you right now, this is going to happen to you. You're going to get very, very far down the road. And then all of a sudden you're going to decide that, oh, this isn't good enough. So I need to go hire somebody to do this. And so I can't really launch it until I hire that person. I can't really launch it until the hired person has produced it or whatever. So now it's going to be another month. We put all these things in our way and it really comes down to you have to be ready. You got to be ready to launch it dirty. I mean, you've got to be ready to just begin putting it out there. Something amazing happens when you put something out into the world and you begin getting your first reinforcement from it. You begin getting your first sales from it. You begin getting your first opt-ins from it. You begin, just like whenever you launched a podcast, you begin getting your first listeners. You get your first review on Apple and you think, oh my God, that wasn't my mom. That's amazing, right? Something happens that makes it all worthwhile whenever you put something out there. And I'll tell you, it is scary. It is scary to put your stuff out there to the world. I'll tell you a story. When I first started podcasting, oh my gosh, I was so naive. And I just listened to what other people were saying. And I thought, how simple is that? When I first started listening to podcasts, I did it out of necessity. I was driving two hours each way to work. So I started becoming a listener but because I was such a super consumer of podcasts, and I'm talking about in 2012 podcasts, where there were, you know, probably just a handful that were available, and most of those barely put out content. Like if they put out one podcast a month or two podcasts a month, like that was a lot. And so what happened was I began thinking about, so I began listening to John Lee Dumas and The Entrepreneur on Fire because he put out content every single day. Wasn't enough content for my drive, but at least it was something new and something relevant. But he started talking about how, you know, you get on new podcast, you start your podcast, you get on new and noteworthy. And then once you get on new and noteworthy, like essentially you get eight weeks there. And at that point in time, like sort of like your work is done, you know what I mean? Because at that point, you've Apple showed your podcast to a bunch of people and a bunch of people are going to listen. And then you can essentially you're going to get paid. And like that is like literally what I thought was going to happen. And so I thought like I could sit in my office or my, you know, spare room in my house that I've turned in my office and I could podcast out there to the world and suddenly just make money and no one would ever have to know who I was. No one would ever have to know who Christy is or anything about me. And I could just provide this content and that would be enough for people. And then I could make money and that would be all that would need to be happening in order for my life to change. And it wasn't until I realized that you're doing a lot more than just putting out content, you're building a brand and all that sort of thing. And then I, you know, went through that whole battle of, do I want to be my own brand? And then I started a business around podcasting because I do love podcasting so very much. 
And it was like, what in the world am I doing trying to be the face or be the brand behind Team Podcast or being the person behind it? And then people suddenly had to know who I was. And then suddenly they had to know what I did and if I was good or not. And even putting, you know, getting clients, getting clients is is like, you know, every client that I've ever had, I've been the one to sell them. I don't have a sales team. I deal with all of that myself because I want a personal relationship with my podcasters. And putting yourself out there, it's really hard not to be sensitive whenever people reject you. I don't know if you send out emails or not. (laughs) I do. But every time I send out emails and I get unsubscribes, of course, I go look at who unsubscribed. Many times there are people I know and I'm like, are you serious? Are you serious? You came to me when you needed something. Now you don't need anything and you're going to unsubscribe, right? We all do it. This is human nature. This is very much a part of the journey. But if we allow ourselves to play in the space of this isn't going to work, This isn't going to make a difference. I've tried this kind of stuff before and it's failed. I'm probably not doing this right. I'm probably not going to have any followers. I'm probably not going to have any conversions. Whatever it is you're telling yourself, stop it. Just stop it. Only allow yourself to live in the space of this is going out on whatever date it is. And I am going to do everything that I need to do up until that time to get it together. I know what happens. We push back and we push back and we push back launches. It's one of the main reasons that someone like me who works with podcasters has a hard time getting results because podcasters will walk up to the edge. It's like me and the kid going up the high dive and you get out on the edge and you look out over that water and it seems so far down and you think you look and you think I I can do this. I can do this. And before you know it, you're walking back down the diving board, trying to climb down that diving ladder backwards, dodging people that are waiting in line behind you because you're not ready yet. You're not mentally ready. And here's the thing. There's rarely going to come a time when you will feel like you've got it all together. You will feel like this is going to be perfect. It just doesn't happen. There's always vulnerabilities that we have. There's always things that could be done better. But you have to get past that in order to fail as many times and as quickly as possible so that you can iterate. When you put something out there, you are needing feedback. If I launch a funnel and I start running ads to it and I don't get any conversions, it tells me something. And the message I'm getting is that my message is not converting. And it's always either the hook or the story, or the offer. Most of the time, it's the hook or the offer. It's easier to start with the hook. So I start with that, and I tweak that. And then we see what happens. If nothing still converts, but I get people into the offer and it still doesn't convert, then I need to probably make some tweaks on my offer. But there is a logical way of doing something so that you can then get things on the right track. Have you ever had a vehicle. I used to have when I was back years ago, when I was younger, I used to have this rule and I was single and I lived in a town with no family. And so I was kind of by myself. And I had this rule that if a car ever left me broken down on the side of the road, that was done. I was getting a new car because I was not going to have an unreliable car that would put me in jeopardy and leave me stranding on the side of the road when I didn't have 
anyone to come and bail me out or whatever. I think it was before the days of AAA or whatever, where you could just have access to that kind of stuff all the time. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have phones in our cars or in our, on our person. And so it became very dangerous to be left out on the road in the early 80s, <laughs> whenever you didn't have any resources. And so uh, it's a different world now, but you might have that same thing, that same mentality of like, I tried something once and now it doesn't work. I'm done with it. I'm not, not going to launch any more funnels. I'm not going to put any more lead magazines out there. Nobody signs up. I'm not going to do this, not going to do that. I've tried it before. It didn't work. If you tried something once and it didn't work, congratulations, you're with 100% of the other people who've also tried something and didn't work. Even the people that are successful, the first thing they tried didn't work. In fact, plan on your first thing failing. Plan on it bombing. Plan on it not netting you any tangible results. But what will it do for you? It will give you information. And the information can be used for the next iteration. And if you're not willing to go through this sort of dance of trial and error and put something out there and gather feedback, like that is what the game is. Nobody ever says, I'm only going to play on a basketball team if I know we'll always win. Nobody ever says, I'm only going to buy a car that I know will never have a problem. You cannot avoid that in life. You're going to have circumstances where things are going to fail. And what do you do about it? And how you tweak things and how you adjust is what is the main determining factor of whether you're going to be successful. So my quest today is to get you to understand there is a phase before you launch where your mind is going to absolutely assault you in every way possible to try to derail whatever it is you want to do. It's going to happen. You're going to come up with excuses and you need to call them what they are. They are excuses and they are not going to stand in the way of you fulfilling whatever obligation you need to to get something launched or get something out there. Some of you have been saying for three, four, five years now that you're going to monetize your podcast. And you know what? You haven't taken all the steps that you need to take to do that. You've tried one thing and then you've walked away with your tail tucked between your legs. You've tried one tactic and it didn't work and it didn't make you rich overnight. And so now you're done. And I'm here to tell you, if that is your mentality, walk away now because you'll never be successful in this. The only reason we launch things is so that we can tweak things and we can begin to improve and iterate. You need to fail quickly and you need to fail fast. So why is it then if we know we need to fail quickly and we know the first thing we're going to put out is probably going to be a failure? Just we accept that as the expectation. So there's no pressure on you, right? Just put it out there and see what happens. You might be surprised and somebody actually might buy whatever it is you're selling. You might have more than one person buy it. What will that do to you if you expect it to fail? You put it out there, you do the best you can with it, but you don't let your perfectionist tendencies keep you from launching. You put it out there and all of a sudden two or three or four or five people buy. What is going to do to you then? It's going to be amazing. And if you don't expect anything from the first time you put something out there, first time you put yourself out there, but yet you use it as a data gathering mission and all you're trying to do is find out, does your market want whatever it is you're putting out there? If it does, then you'll get those signals. If it doesn't, then it might not be like just it's your product. Go find a different product. It might be your pitch. It might be your offer. It might be that you're targeting the wrong people. 
All of those things need to be adjusted and you need to have a certain amount of time making those tweaks and adjustments before you even make a judgment about whether you should continue doing it or not. Most of you know that if you've listened at all, I'm in Russell Brunson's mastermind. And you know what Russell Brunson tells us to do? First of all, whenever you come into his mastermind, he makes you what he calls, and I'm putting this in quotes, kill all your babies, except one. And so what that basically means is we come in as entrepreneurs and we're like, I've got this, I've got a clothing line, I've got a podcast company, I've got this, I've got that. And you got like six different things that you're working on. None of them, most of the time, are making you a million dollars a year or more. And many times, none of them are making you even $100,000 a year or more. And so Russell says, stop, kill all your babies except one. And then go hard and go long on that one thing until it's made you a million dollars. And then once it's made you a million dollars, you're allowed to add some other things. It's a very simple premise. And it's the same, same thing that John Lee Dumas says when he says focus is follow one course until success. I don't know that he's the originator of that, but he says it all the time. But it's one of those things where you have to understand that it's going to take some iteration and it's going to take some tweaking and it's going to take some massaging message. Even when you have an offer that works. After enough time in the marketplace, you know what? It won't work anymore. It's called fatigue, ad fatigue. It'll happen. It's a normal life cycle. And so we change and we adjust. I just don't want you to allow yourself to keep getting off the hook for these commitments that you've made to yourself. You told yourself you were going to monetize your podcast. And I'm not even talking about those of you that said you're going to try it and see how it goes. I get that all the time from clients. Well, I don't need to build a website quite yet. I'm just going to try it. And if it really takes off, then I can do that. And yeah, that's true. But if you have an attitude of if you're going to try this and if it really takes off, it's not going to take off without a lot of work, whole lot of work going on. And so I want you to be prepared to put your mind in check, to check yourself and tell yourself you are making a commitment to put whatever it is out there that needs to be done for you to monetize your podcast. You're making a decision. Plant that flag in the ground and say, this is what I'm doing. I am going to monetize this podcast. Anyone that's ever decided to monetize a podcast and then followed that decision with all the applicable actions has been successful at monetizing a podcast. It's successful up until the point you walk away and stop doing the actions. Same thing with anything else in life. If you decide to get out of debt, and you start taking the right actions, you'll get out of debt. If you decide to lose weight and you take all the appropriate actions to lose weight, you know what? Hello, your body is not the only one that defies science, right? It will happen. And so I want you to be prepared and I want you to understand that if you recognize your patterns, if you're constantly getting all the way up to the point of launching something and then you turn around and back down the diving ladder and and back down the diving board, and go without jumping off, then you have a problem. You have the same problem that I've had and the same problem I've had to call myself out on, that I've had to overcome myself. And I've had to say, Christy, you're doing this. You're going to do this. I used to hate being on video so bad. In December of 20, maybe 18, 2017, maybe, I made myself go live on Facebook for 30 days in a row just because I hated it so much. I knew I had to get myself desensitized to it. And I did it in December because I was hoping it was a month whenever people were so busy with other things, they wouldn't be paying attention to me. 
but I still went live every single day. Russell Brunson, my mentor, says, tells us all the time, if you publish every single day for a year, I guarantee you that your financial status will change. Now, granted, there's a whole lot of other things that go besides publishing, because I can show you people that have published for five solid years and have not actually made money, because you got to take the actions behind it. You've got to put things into place. And that's the part that I don't want to want you to allow yourself to sabotage anymore. So recognize it for what it is. Push through. Make yourself go ahead and continue. Launch something for the point of it failing so that you can see how the market responds and you can see what you need to do to change it and iterate for the next time. I'm not saying you want to have ADD with all of this and just be going from one thing to the next and the next and the next and the next. Like you've got to legitimately give your things time to let the market make a determination. It's got to be a fair assessment of it. So you've got to have it out there for a while. You've got to keep trying and tweaking it. And that doesn't mean if one thing, you try one thing and it doesn't work, you stick with that and you never make any changes. No, you've got to continue to iterate. You've got to continue to accept what the market's telling you and make changes based on that. So if you are a self-saboteur, stop it. You're not going to get anywhere if you continue to do that. So hold yourself accountable. Hold your feet to the fire. Don't give yourself an out. Put it out there. Start ugly. Start imperfect. Start not ready because you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be ready. There's always going to be things that you can do better. But something launched out into the marketplace has 100% higher chances of being successful than something that does not get launched out into the marketplace. So that being said, you guys, I have a challenge that I do every single month and it's um, March's on us now. We're ready to go with the new, the all new, brand new. It's the podcast cash machine challenge. And so when the oh, it's five days in a week, we are going to spend with you showing you how to turn your podcast into a cash machine so that you can be making thousands of dollars from your podcast every single week. So if you want to join that, simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. There you can sign up. You'll see the dates. You can see what it is. And we're doing these, like I say, every single month because I've got a mission. I'm on a mission for 100 podcasts to be monetized with my help in 2022. So we got a long way to go. We're just at the beginning of the year. But gosh darn it, you guys, this is March already. We're This is the last month, the first quarter. 30 days from now, the first quarter of the year will be over. Time to wake up. Time to get serious. So I hope you'll join me. Teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, 
hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.